Hey, peace, peace and greetings, everybody. Welcome to Goddess Talk Radio. I am your host, Daphne, and this is where you get to tune in to phenomenal women share about doing extraordinary things all the while living their best lives. It's all about the rise of the feminine divine at Goddess Talk Radio. Man, how are y'all doing today, (laughs) this evening, this morning, or whatever part of the day it is? I hope you guys are out here living your best lives, enjoying yourselves, making positive changes, starting from the inside out, because everything that we do is a mirror and a reflection of what's happening on the inside. But anyway, I'm not going to get too much on the soapbox. I'm excited about this interview that's on the other side of this segment. Um... I'm going to have a conversation with a celebrity MUA. Uh, She's also the founder and director of a wonderful project, really a movement that is helping us to celebrate the many different shades and hues and complexions and colors that we come in. Y'all know we're like a speckled bird. We are, we have everything on the spectrum um, from the lightest brightest shade to the deepest deepest darkest uh shade of black and brown and yellow and red and (laughs) everything in between so um thank y'all again for joining us again if you want to check me out you can go to www.memoirsofagoddess.com um, to learn about some of the things that I offer as far as yoni eggs and waist beads and yoni stains. I also have um, my video diaries and blogs up, and you can also check out any workshops that I may have going on. Um, so again, that's memoirsofagoddess.com. Uh, yeah, so let's get right into it. Y'all gonna catch me on the other side of the segment. Um, but in the meantime, y'all know what time it is. I want y'all to really, really, really get centered and enjoy this music break. Hey. Hey, hey, peace and greetings, everyone. You are tuned in to Goddess Talk Radio. I'm your host, Daphne, and this is where you get to listen to phenomenal women while share about doing extraordinary things all the while living their best lives. Y'all know what time it is when y'all tune in to Goddess Talk Radio. It's always all about the rise of the feminine divine. We have a powerful, powerful topic, um, <laughs> this segment. It's also a beautiful topic. It um, celebrates the many, 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 many shades and colors and hues that we come in. I am so fortunate enough to have one of my top favorites on the line with me. I want y'all to join me in welcoming Celebrity MUA, and she's also the founder and director of the Brown Girls Project. Thank you for being on, Tiff. Hey. Thank you for having me. Can you hear me okay? I can. (laughs) What is going on? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to finally get to talk to you. I know, right? This is awesome. I've been having so much fun on this podcast, and you are on my list. Um, You are doing some phenomenal things with the Brown Girls Project. I just recently saw you um, at the Women's Liberation Workshop excuse me, with your booth and you had your beautiful jewelry out and just always a pleasure to see you. Thank you. Likewise. Welcome. Thank you. 
Let's dive right into it. Tell us about the Brown Girls Project um, and why it was important for you to start this organization. Okay. Um, where do I start? So this is a, a long story. It can be because I'm very long-winded, but I'll try to give you the abridged version of it. But the Brown Girls Project was a movement um, that I started back in 2014 because I felt the need um, to see more women of color, especially darker complected women, um, <clears throat> being, <clears throat> excuse me, being um, in media. So mm-hmm. our beauty wasn't celebrated enough for me. Um, whether it was leading ladies in movies, whether it was models catching certain campaigns, um, or just the average everyday, oh, she's so beautiful, all I ever saw were, you know, women who didn't look like me necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just, you know, started really paying attention. I mean, it's always been that way, but when you get older and you start finding yourself and realizing what's important to you, it was important for me to take on the task of putting those images out there for us to mm-hmm. remind us that we were just as beautiful, if not more beautiful mm-hmm. than all the other um, people who are celebrated for the, the, the norm of what people think <clears throat> is beauty. Um, so I t- kind of just was watching and with me being a, a makeup artist and having been doing makeup for so long, I know tons of photographers in the city and, um, in the tri-state area. And I just started talking to them about collaborating, doing different um, photo shoots that mm-hmm. I would uh, be the creative director on and just trying to find the darkest, most melanated women that I could. And we were just doing these photo shoots to show them in this beautiful light. And I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with these photos, but I, d- I wanted to make sure that I got a bunch of different images from a bunch of different photographers, you know, just their vision. So I I went to black photographers, female photographers, white photographers, because I wanted to catch different eyes Mm. and and our beauty. And once I collected them, I was like, what am I going to do with these photos? I wanted to turn it and I'm still working to trying to turn it into a um, a traveling exhibit. But in the meantime, I'm like, I need to flood social media with these images because we need to see these. So I started doing that about three months in from all the photo shoots and I got a huge response and I was just doing this on my personal page. So every day I would post a a couple photos with um, facts that people probably didn't know about having melanin or melanin or darker complexions and just kind of snowball. People start picking up looking for them on the days that I didn't post. And then I started getting um, messages from mothers saying, um, I always show my daughters your posts. You know, she never loved her complexion. One of my daughters wanted to bleach herself. And oh now since God. I saw your photos, you know, she's feeling different. She feels better. And I'm like, wow, this was definitely needed. Mm. I hadn't even started the the page on social media. I, it was just something I was working on that I planned on turning into an exhibit. And I decided to start the page just to have a place where people could go to look for these images and these things that I was learning about, you know, melanin and melanated skin. And within the first week of me starting the page, we were up to 800 likes. Wow. I'm like, this is definitely something that was needed. Meanwhile, me being the makeup artist, having women mostly of color as my client base, 
um, you know, it's kind of like when you go to the hair salon or, or go get your nails done, you just talk. Mm-hmm. And I got to know my clients very, very well, and they were sharing things, but they had all these myths about what black women could and couldn't wear. Mm. Uh, that was going to be the next question, too. Like, what has your experience been with all shades of us, like sitting in your chair as it relates to skin tone and what we, quote unquote, can and cannot wear? And um... You know what I hear the most? I hear the most what you can't do from women who are darker complected. Mm-hmm. And it's these, it's these generational curses you hear about where people have been taught these things for hundreds of years of what they can't do. So I hear things like, girl, I'm too dark to wear red lipstick. Black mm. girls don't wear blush. Mm. How, why are you trying to put blue eyeshadow on me? I can't wear that. And I'm like, who told you that? <laughs> and in getting into those conversations, it was always when my grandma used to say, or my grandma, or my auntie, my grandma's sister used to da 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 And I'm like, well, how do I get in front of this mm-hmm. so that, you know, we can stop them from telling the next generation those same lies about themselves? Yes. Oh, wow. What a powerful I, position to be in, Tiff, to where you can show someone themselves in another light that could possibly, um, you know, I believe that, you know, makeup can be worn as, as something to enhance beauty. Um, and it can be a very positive and fun thing because I, I love playing makeup. You already know I love makeup. I love playing makeup. I like when you do my face and all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah. just and to be know, in a position to change. Huh? It, it, it really is empowering and it's exciting. There's nothing like applying makeup to one of my sisters who's never worn it or always felt like she didn't look good in it and spinning her around in that chair to that mirror and getting her first reaction of herself. Yes. Just seeing her herself with eyes new eyes like she's never seen herself before mm-hmm. that's an amazing feeling and mm-hmm. so you know I always laugh and say this whole movement started from a place of vanity and you know <laughs> we hear the word vanity and we think negatively about it mm-hmm. um but oftentimes you also hear people say you know you don't have to look like what you're going through mm-hmm. and that's always easy but I oftentimes feel like when I have someone sitting in my chair I'm helping them not look like what they're going through because everybody going through something right Mm. wow so with that I just was like how do we nip this in the bud how do we get to the younger young ladies before you know the world tells them that they're not pretty enough and they're not smart enough and they're not this and they're not that like what do I do and that's what uh, made me decide to put on um the pretty and proud party yes. which is our annual party yeah um, which is our annual party is a self-love party so it's basically a self-esteem workshop um dressed up as a party yes and- i was fortunate enough to bring my daughter you had a black princess and all type of things were going on but the whole reason for that was to get in front of young ladies six to twelve years old um, to start dispelling some of the things that they may have already heard about themselves being a little black girl and how they looked and how their hair filled and how their bodies were shaped. Um, so that was my whole intent with that, uh, with that event. And, you know, they get the, the free black doll because we all know when you, when you love on something that looks like yourself, it's the hopes that you'll love yourself a little bit better. Yes, how beautiful and powerful. So not only did you do the Pretty and Proud event, I see that you've also branched out and started the Brown Girls with Guns. Um, and I guess that's, is that the name of the, the event? 
CCW, yeah. yeah, yeah so our workshop is Brown Girls with Guns. Okay. And we also have a genealogy workshop, and um, which is called Knowing Your Roots. And so my whole goal now with the Brown Girls Project is still under the umbrella of um, fighting these beauty myths and debunking these generational curses um, as far as who we are with our African feet, our African features. Um, but also I started, once I had the pretty and proud parties, a lot of the moms called me and was like, can you, what can you do for us? We want to have some fun too. Like that was so cool. You should do something for the moms. And I was really debating on how I can do something to get the moms involved. Um, because a lot of people, you know, I'm, I'm working on this healing with the young ladies, but I got a lot of us that look just like like me, my age, who still need a whole lot of healing. It's a whole lot of hurt. Mm. And and they're looking for a community. Mm-hmm. They're looking to sit down with people who look like them, who've been through the same things that they've been through, um, to work through some things and to enjoy ourselves. And with this city not being as inclusive as I would like for it to be, I'm like, well, heck, again, it's my <laughs> responsibility. When people ask me what's my title, a lot of times I'm like, I'm a, I'm a community void filler. Mm. And that's my goal is to put out events and do things that are unconventional for us um, to do here in this city and as African-American people, um, African-American women specifically, um, so that we can see other things. Because you, mm. you never you never know if no one puts it on and no one looks like you was putting it on. We don't really feel invited to a lot of things. Why so, was it important to you? To you? Um, to start the Knowing Your Roots workshop? Well, you know how they they always say, uh, you know, you never know where you're going if you don't know where you came from. Mm-hmm. I really believe that you really need some foundation. And all of my workshops that, that I curate um, come from my thirst of knowledge. It's something that I want to know and something that I want to do. And I'm like, I know there's another sister out there that wants to know and do this too. So let me figure out how to co- coordinate it. So it was really my my thirst for knowledge about my ancestors. Because mm. my fiance um, is of Jamaican descent. His parents were the first ones here in uh, the States. And he can trace things back for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started thinking about like, well, if I had kids with him, I wouldn't be able to tell them my side. Mm-hmm. And my children now, I need them to know where they came from, I need to know. And I want to trace things all the way back to Africa. So, you know, I always look for uh, people who are, are known to be experts locally, try to get them involved because I want our ladies to have the best information. Um, and that's how that one started. So we do have another one coming up. Um, looks like probably at the end of October, we'll be doing another um, basics class which is the one we had before and then after that we'll have enough people who have gone through the basics class and done enough research for us to do an advanced one or intermediate one okay so let's learn other techniques on going through documentation and where to go and how to pull it and how to read it those kind of things now the ccw brown girls with gun workshop was you know i keep falling into these movements and you know i'm like i didn't even plan for this but the divine, <laughs> powers, the divine powers be like, girl, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And so I do it. And then I'm like, okay, well, it's a success. So I'm just going to keep doing it till I'm not supposed to be doing it. So right. 
with that whole thing, it was during the whole Trump campaign before he got into office. And my children were just so involved in politics, like never before, hearing things, reading things, watching the news. And they were very unnerved about what if Donald Trump got in office, especially my son at the time he was 15, about to be 16. And he just was like, mom, what's going to happen to us? What's going to happen to us? And, you know, I didn't really have any answers other than, you know, what you're supposed to say as a mother. Nothing's going to happen to us. I got this. Don't worry about it. But, you know, I didn't know. I was hoping Mm -hmm. he didn't get in office, too. (laughs) (laughs) The day that he got in office, my 15, almost 16-year-old, he may have turned 16 then, he, he came downstairs bawling, crying. And he's like, mommy, what's going to happen to us? Is it going to be a race war or are they going to come get us? And I'm like, well, no, ain't nobody going to come get us. It's about to get crazy, mommy. It's about to get crazy. And it just really put some things in my head. And I'm like, well, we already live here in German Catholic alt-right central Cincinnati, Ohio. Like it could get crazy. I just never really. And I, I don't know, maybe because I just feel powerful, I never really felt unsafe. Right. No more unsafe than any other African-American person in the United States. You know, I just never felt like, you know, I got to worry about somebody walking up on me and talking to me crazy and, um, because of the way I carry myself. I felt right. Like it made a difference. But then he started putting things in my mind and I'm like, what if things do get crazy? What if I'm out late with my kids and some somebody decides to ride by or or anything. I don't know how to protect myself, but you know, I told my son, like, he's like, if somebody breaks in, they try to come get us, mommy, you know, I'm gonna have to protect us. And I was like, yeah, you know, son, that's not your job. I'm the adult here. You know, you you go ahead and be 16, and I got this uh bat and this iron, and we gonna do what we can do with this bat and this iron. But then I started thinking about. I really do need to learn how to protect myself. I'm a single mom. I come home late at night with my kids from um, after school um, activities, events, programs at their school. I just was very, you know, very ignorant to things around me. I just started paying more attention after he said that. And I said, you know, I got to protect us. So I started looking for black owned instructors. And because I try to circulate the dollars in our community for as long as I possibly can. So I started mm-hmm. looking for Black-owned instructors, started looking for Black-owned facilities to hold a class at. But um, the goal was really just for me to take a, a class through a Black-owned instructor. And I had so many people, because I put a blast out on Facebook, said, hey, I'm looking for a, a Black-owned um, CCW instructor, instructor or organization. And I had so many people saying, when you find one, I'm going with you. When you find one, I'm going with you. That um, when I finally met with my instructor who does my class, Joe Porter, uh, with Ride or Die Training, I said, Joe, I, I do marketing. That's what I do. I get people's attention. I can fill up your class. And we decided to go ahead and try to fill up a class, and we've been having them uh, every month since December 2016. Um, wow. Just by, like I said, just by happenstance. Divine Powers put me in this place and told me this is what I need to be doing, so that's what I'm doing. So now we are teaching empowering which is the goal of the brown girls project to enlighten empower and encourage african-american women and girls uh, and so we're, we're empowering and encouraging um african-american women to exercise their second amendment rights to learn how to protect themselves and the ones that they love 
we're offering them an opportunity to not be afraid of of um, firearms because normally when you talk to the people that you know who look like you if they haven't grown up in the country somewhere hunting they're scared of guns because they know somebody who they love who got killed by one mm. so our goal is to really um train properly uh, make sure that your paperwork is right and put you in a position to protect yourself and the ones you love so if someone wants to get in contact with you about any of the services that you or workshops or events that you provide, um, also any um, makeup um, work that they may need, how would somebody get in contact with you? The best way to reach out to us is one, to follow us on Facebook at the Brown Girls Project. Um, you can always inbox us there. Um, my email is the brown girls project at gmail.com. And those are the best ways and the quickest ways to get to me to ask any questions. Um, if you like our page on Facebook, all of our events are always up there. It'll show our next upcoming events. And if you click on the event, it always gives you all the details of what you'll need to do, how you need to pay for anything that's paid. All of my events for the younger, for the children are uh, free. Um, those events are funded by my sales. Like you said, you saw me with um, at the Women's Liberation Workshop selling our jewelry, which is another side of the business, which is selling um, culturally aware products, products with people who look like us on them, products with slogans and, and things that mean something to us, encouraging and positive um, taglines about us. Um, and those uh, workshops for the adults and 25% of the sales that I make in all of our products go to funding the children's events. Powerful. What advice would you give to a young, well, any woman, man, any woman or girl who would like to um, take the adventure, the magical adventure of learning about makeup and how to apply makeup, how to wear makeup, but they feel that it, you know, might not be for them or that they might look um, attractive in it or whatever the craziest thing you've heard. <laughs> what would you give to someone who has that, that mentality? I would say the first thing I always tell people who want to learn how to do makeup is start with drugstore products. Because if you don't know what you're doing yet, you don't want to spend a whole lot of money on products that might may not be the right product for you. The second thing that I like to tell people is go to YouTube University. <laughs> That's one of the best places to start and look for women who look like you who are applying um, makeup who are showing you products um, a lot of them if not I would say 75 percent 85 percent of these uh, YouTube makeup gurus they're drugstore queens so they know all the drugstore products um, the third thing that I would tell her would be if if she attempted to to apply and was not happy or didn't feel like she was doing it correctly reach out to a, a professional most mm. MUAs do give lessons. I personally give private lessons, one-on-ones and in small groups. Um, but reach out to um, someone who can give you lessons, do one-on-ones with you. Even if you're not in the in a position where you don't have money to pay for lessons, you got some girlfriend that's a makeup enthusiast who can probably <laughs> put you on and how to do things. Because that was me. I'm, I was always the makeup girl. All my friends, we went out, they like, do my makeup. And then I would do everybody's makeup and then go out with nothing on my face because it's time to go right <laughs> so, whoever that friend is that always does your makeup you know I would have you 
reach out to her and sit down with her and um, have her give you some tips. And finally, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Afraid is it's, it's temporary. You can mm-hmm. watch it right now. So, I, and I tell most of the ladies when um, we are doing one-on-one lessons, they're like real light-handed. They're scared they're gonna mess up. I'm like, well, it's not a tattoo. We can right. wipe it right off, sis. <laughs> right off. So don't be afraid. Um, try some new things. Try some colors that you never thought you would ever wear. Um, you will get better. The more you do it, the better you'll be. Wow, wonderful. One more time, give us all of the information of how we can contact you for your services and your your products. Yeah, your jewelry and all of that too. <laughs> the best way to reach us for any of our events is to see what the going-ons are or just to get some, some happy feelings about being a beautiful Black woman or girl is the Brown Girls Project page on um, Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram. We haven't quite started using that as much, but on Instagram, we're the Real Brown Girls Project. Um, somebody tried to take our little name. They tried to steal our Steve's. So we're the Real Brown Girls Project on IG. And our email address is the Brown Girls Project at gmail.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Tiff. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I hope I didn't talk to you to death. I get so excited. No, I'm excited to look. I'm excited every interview, and I'm just overjoyed and uh, and on ten and all of that. I just be like, y'all can't see me on the other side of the uh, <laughs> the recording. I just be sitting here just to smiling and cheese and listening oh, to y'all talk. <laughs> oh, well, I just hope that what I'm trying to do with the Brown Girls Project will to continue to grow. I mean, moving forward, we do have some 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 new workshops. Um, that were supposed to happen in the spring, but we had to delay them because of some personal things that I was going through physically. But now we're trying to get back on track. And so we do have some new workshops coming up and we do have some social events coming up that I think we really exciting. Uh, I can only give a couple hints. So think speed dating. Yes. It's a whole new way of speed dating that you ain't never seen before. And it's all about brown girls. <laughs> So we're looking at doing some speed dating. We're looking at doing some adult game nights. And um, and most of the social events will be extremely moderately priced because we're, we're just going to use those to fund the, the, the kids' events. Um, our next Pretty and Proud party, let me say that. I'm trying to have it at the end of October uh, or early November this year since we usually have it in February and we couldn't have it this year. Um, so I'm trying to ramp up for that. What's new to that is instead of eight to just um, six to 12 year olds, now we're going to have a a 13 to 18 year old set as well. So the six to 12 year olds will get their um, black doll, but we're going to be working with the teenagers on journaling. Yay! Themselves. Journaling is such a powerful tool. It's going to be an all day event this year. The young ladies will come earlier in the morning and then we'll have a brief intermission so we can switch things out. And then the young ladies will come in the afternoon. So it'll be a full day of it. But it's it's pretty big. You have to have me back on so we can talk about it when it's time for it to go on. Yes, of course. Of course. We got to keep the people up to speed on all the wonderful things that you're doing so that they can come out and get engaged as well. I want to thank you. I'm just trying my best there. And you are you are doing you are doing the best. (laughs) 
you are most definitely doing the best. So I want to thank you again for coming on and spending your time with me on Goddess Talk Radio. I will most definitely have you back to talk about all the other wonderful things that you have going on as well. So all right, y'all. Thank you. Y'all are tuned in to Goddess Talk Radio. I am your host, Miss Daphne, and this is where you get to listen to phenomenal women share about doing extraordinary things all the while living their best lives. It's all about the rise of the feminine divine over here in the many, 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 many ways that it manifests. So I hope um, you guys have been listening over the last two weeks to this podcast. It's still new. It's still bubbly. It's still fun. And it's going to always be all of those things. So (laughs) make sure you stay tuned in. Um, Y'all know what time it is. Catch me on the other side of this segment. But in the meantime, enjoy this dance break. Hey. Hey, thank you for coming back. It's Goddess Talk Radio. I'm your host, Daphne. Wow, wasn't that just awesome? I really love to hear about people's journeys and how they start their businesses and projects and initiatives. And, you know, the behind the scenes stories is always captivating. And it it seems to always come from such a personal place. I think that our experiences really, really help prep and prime us for Um, the ways that we can give back to each other. So, you know, you're going through something or you're having this experience that's less than desirable. It may be an opportunity for you to really change that shit all around and create something and give birth to something that's better than what you experience. Like, that's what real alchemy is. That is true inner alchemy. Like, I never really... um, get upset anymore when I see that like Tiffany said that there are voids um because a lot of times if it is affecting me on such a deep level I I know like okay I must need to create this must be a calling or an opportunity for me to um contribute to the pot you know what I mean so that's something to think about in the meantime make sure you check out the Brown Girls Project. I would be remiss if I did not add that they have um, helped over 235 women get their CCWs. Yay! They have also given away over 140 black Barbie dolls. How amazing is that? A lot of us has has had a lot of us have had <laughs> let me get my speech right before I be trying to tell y'all anything <laughs> a lot of us have had the um, experience of you know little black girlhood and seeing your image in the stores and in the the, the um, little teen magazines and on the cover of toys you know the packaging and the toy itself um, is something that, that could have been very life changing for a lot of us Um, so nevertheless, that is such a cool thing. I know a lot of the girls walked away from the party that I went to with my beautiful little milk chocolate brown baby with her little curly sugar bush. Um, we walked away very excited and she was very happy to have her baby doll and to have met the black princess that was there and, um, to have been in the company of other women of, you know, grown women who were commenting, um, complimenting her on her complexion and her hair. And it was just a lot of affirmations being, um, 
of being gifted that day and it was just beautiful so again the brown girls project you can find them on facebook you can reach out to tiffany Ware on facebook as well if you want to get engaged in the um the brown girls uh, party for the the babies um if you want to do the genealogy workshop and if you also want to get engaged in the ccw uh, workshop that's it y'all um also you know where to check me out at www.memoirsofagoddess.com where you can check out the waist beads, yoni eggs, and yoni steams, video diaries, blogs, and more. <laughs> that was a lot I just said real fast. So that's memoirsofagoddess.com <laughs> for the yoni eggs, yoni steams, and waist beads, and more. Um, until then, uh, make sure y'all come back. Share the podcast. Let's share this love. Let's share all this wonderfulness that's going on in your eardrums and in your hearts. These women are coming on and sharing about all the fabulous things that they're doing because that's what they do. They just dope and great like that, you know, and you're dope and great too. <laughs> Again, thank you guys for listening. It's been real. Until next time, peace. <laughs>